I want a pet Velociraptor. Like it's under my arm. A medical support Velociraptor? Yes. Oh, yes. gosh. So you can take emotional support. Then he emotional can eat su- dogs that I don't like. Like I can, <laughs> you can go bite the people that are annoying and think their dogs are children. Yes. That's what I want. No, absolutely not. Welcome to the Innovative Founder, the show where entrepreneurs get real. These are the raw, the gut-wrenching, often hilarious, sometimes shocking, and definitely entertaining stories of innovative business founders who are making their beautiful dent in the world. No BS, no posturing, and no narcissists allowed. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the unscripted adventures on today's episode. Now, here's your hairless hosts, Bob Regneris and Brandon Boyd. All right, welcome to the Innovative Founder. Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? It is your your hairless brethren here, Brandon yes. and Bob. Here we are with uh, with another exciting show. I I can't wait for you to listen to this conversation. Uh, we talk about uh, spoiled bulldogs. Yes, we talk Heart. about squirty cream. Squirty cream. We talk about med- medicine, and we talk about um, age reversal. So, yes. like you're just your typical business discussion, Brandon. Right, right. <laughs> Everyday food, age reversal, bulldogs. Yeah. So, Brandon, uh, where have you been since we last talked? <laughs> oh, let's see. Where what it was in DC doing some filming with some clients out there. That was lovely, lovely, lovely. Tell us a little uh, bit about that. It was good. So it was a it was a client that does uh they do different types of home warranties for builders and, and for home builders. And so I got a, a neck deep um dive into that business and kind of what goes on there and the pain and 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 what uh what home builders are concerned about, multifamilies as well as single family and um, you know, an inter- here's a little interesting factoid I didn't know about the whole home building industry is that it wasn't until I believe that the year was 1958 until home building was kind of put on an assembly line, huh. which it is now. Like, you know, he took us on site to a to to townhouses that were being built, and, and he and he he pointed to me as long. So here's you got the brick, you know, you got the the the, the the stone workers, you got electricians, you got these, you got that, and all the trades overlap each other. And they, and they, instead of the assembly line moving in front of them, they move down the assembly line house to house. That was very, it's so very recent. They're one of the last, you know, um, businesses in the world that, that are operating in that way. And so it wasn't, again, it's kind of like when Ray Kroc introduced, you know, the assembly line, I think the burgers, that kind of a concept. Yeah. Um, it was only up until 1958 is when that was done for buildings and real estate. So because of this, they have a very beautiful space of how he explained how they integrate with, with different builders. And I thought it was quite interesting how that, how recent that is. Um, I think it's so cool what we do. Um a lot of people would like slap us on the wrist, Brandon, for not niching down to like a particular right. industry. Right. But um, we we have found that we just love telling stories of boring everyday <laughs> businesses. Now, that's not saying this business is boring for right. for this individual. Like this is his livelihood and livelihood of many people. You can tell a story in any type of business that I think that's yeah. one of the lessons we have learned in doing this for the last six years is like we've told stories about check printers, uh, yeah. roofers, yeah. home warranty, 
yeah, we've done dentists, but we've done medical functional medical doctors. We've done chiropractors. We've done inventors of infrared saunas. Like it's just so cool. The people we meet and everybody's got this story. Like everybody has a reason why they do what they do. And that's what's so enjoyable about our business. Brandon, I think it's just like we get to hear about all these cool businesses and learn about why people do what they do. I, I, I think it's fascinating. I think it is too. I, you know, and that's what I enjoy about the model we are, we're trying to go for here is we're not necessarily want you to, you know, t- it's not a take a bunch of notes type of a show or, or you know, get the big <laughs> strategies and ahas and hacks and all that because those are going to shift as the wind does. But uh, just, just interesting, interesting things with interesting people. So, yeah, uh, for sure. And our <sighs> guest today, uh, this is, I think people are going to really enjoy this. Um, this is this is a young, energetic woman who is just an amazing. I I I I'll call her an innovator because she is she yeah, is not the definitely. founder of the company she works for, but she is the the right hand person who makes everything like work. And I and I and as we talk about in this in this interview. This is a great path for people that maybe don't have that great idea or they're not good at coming up with ideas, but they're sure as heck skilled at putting ideas into action. I think this is going to be a really encouraging podcast for them. I mean, again, yes. we get to talk about squirty cream. So I know, if you right? don't, if you don't know what that? that is, you've got to, you've got to listen. So you, you want to hear about that. Yes. Hang um, on. We we inadvertently do an entire commercial about the Colby test, <laughs> uh, right? Right. Um, so we, we think we need to reach out to Kathy Colby and have her on the show because we we just yeah. gave them a bunch of pub. But uh, I right. think the lesson you're going to learn is um, what do you need to do to kind of figure out your place in the world? We give you some uh, tools and some some tips on how to do that in this in this episode. You're going to hear about a Congress. You're going to hear about reversing aging, the age reversal process. Like you have no idea what this interview is about and you're going to have to listen to it to find out what it is. I think you're going to be absolutely amazed. Yeah. yeah. So our guest yeah. is Ellie Shuring. She uh, works uh, for a organization called the Congress of Future Medical Leaders. Uh, you can find more about that at futuredocs.com. Uh, she's also part of, what is it, Brandon? Um what is it? What's the place called? The, the Da Vinci 50. Oh, the Da Vinci, the da Vinci 50. 50. Yeah. The Da Vinci mastermind. 50.com. Yep. It's a mastermind. They, they deal with biohacking and age reversal. Fascinating, fascinating yep. fields that she's, that she's involved in. So we think you are going to absolutely be thrilled with this interview. And uh, we can't wait for you to get to meet Ellie and hear about all the cool things she's doing. And as always, we would love to hear from you. Tell us how you like the show, share your thoughts, make sure you subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, we absolutely value your participation in the show and uh, can't wait to meet all of you in person at some point. And now here's Ellie. So yeah. far we've learned, yeah. Ellie, your, your dog's been kicked out of daycare. So tell us again about your dog. Yeah. So uh, he's, a, he's yeah. an English bulldog. Uh, his name is Hardy. He's two. Um, and I actually bought him yeah, from I saw the England. Instagram. 
Yeah, so I, I bought him from England. Wow. I've actually just started doing reels with him on Instagram. And for some unknown reason, he's a big hit. It's because he's really cute. And um, I have like 5,000 reels in like 10 minutes, uh, 5,000 views on my reel for in like 10 minutes of posting the damn video. Oh so I'm like, gosh. okay, clearly no one gives a shit about me. They just want to see the dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the issue is like, people suck these days and animals just right. right? Like we we'd rather yeah. follow animals because they don't have political views or religious views that we uh, contradict right. with. Absolutely true. Although clearly not because he got kicked out of daycare. So <laughs> <laughs> right. clearly he's not liked by some. <laughs> so, so, so what was the reason you said again, he's misunderstood. So yeah, my question a second ago to our listeners was, you know, is Ellie one of these dog owners that, oh, so I live in Colorado. So, Everybody brings their dog to the store and grocery store and and Home Depot. And oh, oh, my dog's jumping on you. That's okay because he's kind of a kid and a child and everyone should love him. And see, that's what that's what I'm like. Hey, look over there. And I kind of boot the dog with my shin, mm-hmm. like get away. So I'm I'm very those... no, I'm very protective of making sure he stays a dog. Um, I will <laughs> I, I will it. say, however, he is a little bit delicate in the sense of he has a lot of allergies. Okay. So I have to like give him um, human food, oh, but, right. oh, <laughs> but oh, other than that, part. Okay. I know, right. He's a dog dog. He's a bulldog. Um, he's just misunderstood because he's English <laughs> and he flew from England. He doesn't really get the accent on the other dogs. He doesn't get the customs. Um, <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> bark, bark, rough, rough. Right. Rough. Hello, so- bark. <laughs> that was pretty good. That's a little Australian, Bob, but. Uh, it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. A little crossover. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We, but we he's sh- trying. We, sh- we should introduce our guest, Ellie Schuring, who's uh, somebody that I've gotten to know real well. She is awesome. Um, I like you, Ellie, because I mean, you're young. We'll just call you young. Right. Wow. And I'm a I'm a I have two girls. They're 20 and 22. And you remind me a lot of them. They're both awesome, amazing women. And so are you. So like, I think that's why we hit it off because you, you know, I've got that, that girl dad energy. Right. And that's like what attracted you, like me to you, I'm sure. Right. From a business perspective was that girl dad energy. I love it. <laughs> girl dad energy. I love that. What even I'm is a father that? of boys? I don't, I don't need the girl. Dad I get energy. the boy dad energy from you. Yeah, I yeah, do. Yeah. <laughs> me oh yeah okay leading with the the dog is not human (laughs) not boys i want you to understand as your dad i want you to never treat your dogs as a human right (laughs) giving you crap from the second from the good go so so obviously ellie you are you are you are english and you're proud of it uh but you recently moved uh to the united states um and tell us a little bit about that move I did. Oh my goodness. What a process. Um, it started off, uh, probably six years ago. Um, I started to work for a company that's based here and I'm sure we'll talk more about that. Um, and, uh, I just, I just loved, I was always drawn to DC. I've always been drawn to kind of moving to the States. I spent a lot of time here when I was a kid, And um, I was lucky enough to kind of find my dream job, something I never thought I'd be doing. And uh, I I moved originally in like 2015, 2016. 
uh, Cliff Notes version got kicked out uh, because my visa <laughs> expired in 2019. And then COVID was, your, was super fun dog, for me. Your dog got you kicked out? Because my dog got me story. kicked out. Because <laughs> oh, no, no. he's misunderstood, right? He is. Uh, he's very okay. misunderstood. Well, that's going to be an ongoing thing. Um, and then, uh, so I went back to England for a couple of years. COVID really screwed me and in, in the terms of my green card application and uh it took two years to get an interview so I actually t- had my interview on the day before Thanksgiving last year uh and got my green card thank goodness and moved on January 3rd so I'm back permanently I'm not going back to England anytime soon um if anyone is is looking to go through that process, my advice is to you is do not do it. Uh, <laughs> it's just so stressful. No, seriously. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a it's been a great journey. I wouldn't change it. Um, it's been it's been really amazing to kind of be able to do this generally and and have support from so many people in doing it. And then um, you know. Also, just all of the laughs from comparing English life to American life and English words to American words. It's, okay, come on, give me a couple. This is great. Um, like, yeah. okay. What's the funniest thing? Like, what is like? Yeah, you're like, gonna like this, like, baby. Like, palm to the forehead. Like, I cannot believe these freaking Americans do this. Like, do we put mustard on our hamburgers? Give me something. No, yeah. but I'll, I'll give you something that will make you laugh. <laughs> so, I. Uh, I like pancakes. Everyone likes pancakes. Of course, of course. If you if you don't, you're a communist and a and right. An Everyone likes pie, pecan, pumpkin. I don't trust people who don't like pie. What do you put on your pie? Oh, I put what some do you whipped put cream, maybe a dollop of some, maybe some little fruit compote, maybe some French vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, girl. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm all about the squirty cream. Squirty cream, what's that? Oh, the, the <laughs> can that you put some in your mouth and then back to the pie. With, compre- yeah. with compressed air that blows it out at 25 yeah, miles yeah. an hour. Squirty yeah. cream. That's so so that's that's without a doubt the, the, the funniest conversation I always have is, can I get some squirty cream with that? Or can you pass me the squirty cream? Or, hey, can you pick up some squirty cream at the store? Yeah. Americans think that is hilarious and inappropriate. And ridiculous that we call it squirty cream. And I'm like, excuse me, you're over here with Jiffy Lube? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. God, I have never thought of that until mm-hmm. you just said, like, oh, that is kind of inappropriate. I've never even noticed that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so squirty cream, that always gets a laugh. And then we have, you know, the other things that I just kind of discover randomly where I'm like talking with my friends and I'm like, blah, 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 the, the hob. And they're like, the what? The hob. Uh, <laughs> the hob. Yeah. The hob. H O B. So, you know, like you have the stove. Yeah. And you have like the stove top and then the oven. Yeah. We call the stove top, like with the burners, a hob. Yeah. A hob. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I'd be like, oh, yeah, I just cooked it on the hob. A hob. <laughs> what did you just <laughs> Um, and then, you know, yeah. there's the ones that have become more common over the last like couple of years. Eggplant, we call aubergine. Um, aubergine. Okay. Zucchini, we call courgette. It sounds uh, French. Yeah, it is French. Yeah. Okay. Huh. You know how we love the French. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, right. But yeah, I'll just I'll just come out with things at this point. And uh, 
Uh, my my boyfriend is American, so it, it just randomly in conversations, I'll just say something, and he'll just look at me like, "I'm sorry, what was that you just I'm said?" Sorry. <laughs> you put squirty cream on the hob, and yeah, right. Your yeah. your dog well, misunderstood. What an entrepreneurial uh, uh, opportunity to be a translator <laughs> in American yeah. English relationships. Yeah. yeah yeah it's it's super fun I'm trying to think fly. of we we did I there was something that came out the other day and like Justin was just straight up laughing at me for like you know a solid 10 minutes because he had no idea what he was saying I was saying and then I translated it he was like that's not even a word but I'll have that's to a, think of it that's fantastic <laughs> is there slang is there English of course there is oh. but oh. like give us one example of a slang word like so uh, um, we have an event uh, where we we host a mastermind, and I'm sure again we'll talk about that later. Uh, but we do dinners, we do dinners, we do lunches, and you know we serve like very conscious food. And one of the things that we have for dessert options is is tarts, berry tarts, tarts. you know, like lemon tarts. Oh yeah, um, and they're delicious. Yes, and they are. Uh, my best friend Anna is the event coordinator for that for that those programs, and she is, you know, in charge of everything, including the menus. And uh, she loves tarts. And this this started a couple events ago. She'd be eating the tarts, and she'd be like, "You know, I just love tarts. I could just eat tarts all day. They're my berry tarts, lemon tarts, all kind of tarts." And I'm like, "You just love putting tarts in your mouth, don't you?" <laughs> So in England, <laughs> a tart is kind of pretty much the equivalent of a of the term for like ho. Like if someone's a bit of a yeah. ho, oh, yeah. they're a tart. Yeah, you know, oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so Art. that's now a continuous joke that I love it. Anna loves tarts. <laughs> oh man! And I in fact, it. I even like will go places and just send her pictures of tarts that I see and say, <laughs> just "Here's a tart her. for you." <laughs> here's a tart. Not a tart. Here it is. Right. Yeah, here you go. Awesome. So, there's another one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about what your what kind of brought you over here. So mm-hmm. you are part of something very official, the Congress of future medical leaders. And and it's so so interesting because I saw a piece of mail from the Congress when my daughter was 17 years old and she was in the STEM program at school. And I get this letter from the Congress of future medical leaders. I'm like, holy cow, Bethany, like this is amazing. And then I come to meet Richard, who's your your partner in this, and I get to meet you, Ellie. So what is the Congress of Future Medical Leaders? Yeah, you know, this is this incredibly magical thing that I completely by accident came to be part of. (laughs) And uh, from the second that I saw it, I was like, damn it, I have to be part of this. Um, So the Congress of Future Medical Leaders is a three-day usually program that you know, before COVID happened in a huge hockey stadium up in Lowell, Massachusetts, and now is a virtual event. And we're hoping that next summer we'll go back to being in that huge hockey stadium because it's super fun. Um, and we bring together kind of 25 to 30 speakers from across the science, technology, medicine, research um, fields and bring them together with these young people that have uh, aspirations to go into the medical fields, to go into the science fields, and really kind of have a passion 
for changing the future and serving others, uh, future medical leaders. And uh, across those three days, the kids hear from all of the speakers. They really talk about kind of who they are and what they do, but most importantly, like how they got there, right? And how they failed their way to success. Because what's (laughs) the one thing you can't do in high school? Get an F fail right right. and in reality like how many times do us three fail every single day (laughs) every single day you have to fail your way to to success and um so yeah they get to see kind of all aspects of the medical field they get to learn about opportunities that they probably haven't ever even considered uh you know 90 percent of the kids that I meet want to be a pediatrician why because that's the only doctor that they have ever right, seen or right. ever dealt with. Right. Um, they don't know well, that you can okay. be an anesthetist or a you know organ transplant surgeon that specializes in livers and pancreases or whatever the hell you want or you want to do. Um, and so we bring them together. It's sort of this kind of love in for science and technology and medicine. Um, and then we mix it with like really, really high energy and some inspiration and motivation. So it's kind of like a TED conference slash. Tony Robbins event slash, you know, like Taylor Swift concert, like just this super (laughs) high energy, super fun um, experience where the kids also get to meet each other and then be inspired by these um, by these speakers. And uh, as I said, I completely by accident fell into this event in 2014. I had no idea what I was going to. I was helping out a friend volunteering and I saw it and I just fell in love with it. Um, I walked up to Richard and said, you know, I've, I have to work for you. I have to be part of this. That was in November. And I think like January 3rd was my first day. And I started uh, just answering the phones in their admissions office. Well, this, um, is, this is interesting. So you, you use the name Richard. So Richard Rossi is, <laughs> we call him the founder of the Congress. Is that founder, the- creator, evil okay. mastermind? <laughs> yeah, sure. He goes by all the names. Excellent. Sure. Excellent. So Excellent. now... Did like what interested you? Weren't are you were were you interested in being in the medical field in some way? Yeah. So when I was in high school, I uh, I studied chemistry, biology. Um, like in England, the last three year, two years you're in high school, you basically choose all the subjects that you want to study. Um, and I went with chemistry, biology, economics, and history. And I really didn't know whether I wanted to go into law or medicine. Um, and the reality was my my biggest thing that I was excited about was medicine. I really didn't know anyone that's like gone to college, didn't have any mentors as such, didn't know anyone that was a doctor. No one in my family had gone to university. So I was just kind of like bumbling along. (laughs) Uh, I was lucky enough to be, um, you know, have good grades and everything like that and kind of have a choice of what I wanted to do. But I really didn't have that like focus or that path or plan. I was just kind of there along for the journey. And um, that really for me meant that I decided to go into and take a degree in economics because I just didn't have that guidance. Why not? (laughs) Uh, Right, right. Why not? Like why study medicine when it's really hard and I have to be in school for so much longer and remember all these organic chemistry equations and whatever. I'll do economics because I just... That just makes sense to me. That I don't have to work like, hard at it. That, that seems like uh, a, a that seems like a check mark against you going in economics, <laughs> but that we'll leave that for right. Sure, yeah, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, 
who invited her. So you um, you ended up like volunteering for this event? Yeah. So I, I when weird. I was in high school, at the, my last year, right before I went to college, I went to this program called Global Young Leaders, GYLC. And that'll probably ring a bell to some of you. And and Bob, may, like your daughters may have invite, been invited to like NYLF, GYLC, CYLC. Um, and that's hosted by Envision, which is a company that does educational programs as well. Okay. Um, so I went to GYLC, Global Young Leaders, my last year of high school. And that company, Envision, was actually also founded by Richard many, many years ago. <laughs> okay. The man behind the curtain. Yeah. So I attended one of his programs um, when I was 17, 18. Um, completely by accident, met a, a speaker at that event who was looking for uh, people who lived in the UK to help him with a project. I did. Um, and then he asked me to come and be part of this event. You know, he was he was running the overnight program for these students. And, you know, do you want to come out? I, you know, I can't pay you to do it, but, you know, I'd love to have you. And I was like, absolutely, a thousand percent love to go to D.C. and be part of this. So I showed up and uh, I was helping with the kids, went into this event on day one. And I remember so clearly the Surgeon General of the U.S. at the time, Boris Lushniak, was on stage. I was standing there. The kids were just like ah, aghast listening to this guy <laughs> speak. All the parents, because we invite the parents as well, who get to sit like in the high rises and be the silent observers. <laughs> we're in the high rises and they're like all 100% focused too. The energy in the room was just magnetic, but you could also just hear a pin drop because everyone's just so hanging on to his words. Wow. And uh, I stood there and in that moment, I knew 100% sure that if I had attended that event and when I was in high school, I would be at medical school without a question of a doubt. Mm. No chance would I have come to this event and not got into medicine. This is what I needed when I was there to say, you can do this. Mm. This is your path. This is your direction. And um, I, I'm still to this day, I'm absolutely convinced that if I had done that, um, I would be, well, now I would be, be a junior doctor. I have a right. friend who is a junior doctor right now. He's just, you know, he's, he, well, he's not anymore. He's actually a, a brain surgeon, but um, <laughs> he's already graduated med school and I would have been at the same, at same point as him if I'd have done it. So um, yeah, like I said, I just walked up to Richard and I said, and I've said this to many parents now uh, in the many years that I've worked with him. I don't want any kid to ever feel what I felt in knowing that mm. it, if I had done this, I, I would be a doctor and I'd be mm. helping people. Um, and that's, I found, um, I, it just makes me so happy to be able to give this experience to this so is, many young people. This is so cool because I, I think obviously the universe wants to push you kind of where you're most needed. Right. Mm -hmm. And we've all had these experiences where you hear that voice and there's this, this invisible hand that is just kind of pushing you to say, go, go do this. Like take a chance. I remember there's a couple of things in my career. I went to a Dan Kennedy conference mm -hmm. and Bill Glazer was kind of, that's when Bill was part of the organization. And Bill basically said, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking of starting a mastermind. It was very like a Bill Glazer, like 
right. no, like no pitch pitch, right? Like he's really <laughs> good at. And he's like, I'm going to let 12 people in. And if this is something you were interested in, like fill out this form. Well, I took that form. I didn't go to dinner that night. I went to my room and I wrote out this whole thing. And like it was $12,000 a year. It was way more than I was able to afford. But I heard that voice and it was like, you need to be part of this. Like if you're not part of this, you're going to set your career back. Like this is what you have to do. And I did it. I convinced him like I wrote something that like made him like go, hey, we got to have this newbie as part of the group. And it was literally the thing that catapulted me into my marketing career. I I just love that. Brandon, Brandon and I have a really cool story. Like Brandon heard that voice when I put out a Craigslist ad. Hey, we hope you have been enjoying our conversation with Ellie Strewing today. If you are listening and are a future medical leader or you have a loved one, uh, a high school junior or senior that you believe is going to be great as a future medical leader, you want to head over to futuredocs.com and learn about the Congress of Future Medical Leaders. You're listening to The Innovative Founder. Now, back to your hosts... Bob Rickneris and Brandon Boyd. <laughs> that that yeah. comes to oh, my yeah. mind. Like, did yeah, something yeah. inside you? In a, in a cubicle. Uh, something, yeah. You know, I was probably eating tarts at the time, but I was... <laughs> I'm sitting in a... I'm, cubi- I'm, in a, I'm in this cubicle in a printing company, and I'm... Re- you know, I'd been a student of Perry Marshall and Dan Kennedy and reading all the stuff and going things, and I'm just kind of still this marketing director. I'm so underappreciated, you know, in this printing company. And, like, I've got all these weapons, you know, these delicious marketing weapons, right? And so Bob writes, you know, a Craigslist ad for a job, and I, like, okay, let's see, 99% of people are going to send their resume and, and, and pander and all these things, and how about I just do what he's asking for, which is I created a landing page. I created a website for Bob, customized for Bob. So I responded to a sales letter to sell him on me in the position that he was looking for. Wow. You know, and I think I, I don't think he interviewed anybody else. Um, <laughs> no, but, I did not. Um, but yeah, I, but it was like, let's, yeah, this is it. This is my way out. This is my escape. I better make a good impression here, you know. And, and I just think, I, I think Ellie, just Brandon and I, like, we talk about this a lot. Like, there's just these things where we tune into this voice and it just, it's telling you where to go yeah. and yeah. like, it's just guiding you. And so like, I want to commend people that like actually take action because sometimes yeah. the voice actually, most of the time, the voice tells you to do something scary. Yeah. Right. For yeah. you, Ellie, it was go up to the guy that found this thing who's uber successful and probably has no time for you. Like you went up to him. So take us inside the conversation. What, what happened? Oh, you know, it was kind of crazy. It was, it was, it was kind of bizarre. Uh, there's, there's some backstory to this that, um, I probably won't share. <laughs> um, no, but oh, I'd boy. actually, I'd met, I'd that's met Anna. That's the good Anna. stuff though. That's the right. Right. Just, uh, so I'd met Anna who I mentioned before the tarts. Uh, she loves tarts. <laughs> Uh, Anna is actually Richard's daughter. Um, so, uh-huh. and I didn't know that at the time. I had no idea, which is absolutely idiotic because if you look at Anna and you look at Richard, there's no way that that's not his no, daughter. Not like, it's <laughs> yeah. just, they look exactly, you know, they, it looks yeah. like their family. Um, 
and I was talking to her about it. And uh, I also just, you know, like I said, hit it off with her. So that this conversation actually happened in their living room because the day after the event ended, I had a late flight and um, Anna invited me to, to breakfast. Uh, we then ended up going out to see her horses. And uh, I was there with Richard and I just, I said, you know, I just, and, and Lisa and Ada, and I said, you know, I just absolutely love what you guys do. So how do I, how do I work for you? And they were like, oh my God, thank God. <laughs> no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Thank God you, you had, asked. No. You, you had me hooked. Right. Yeah. So um, they said, they actually said, you know what? We, we don't have a job for you. Um, other than answering the phones. So if you're willing to do that, we'd love to have you. And, you know, you've been great this this last three days and, you know, really appreciate all that you've done in these last three days because it was a little messy. Um, so if, if you want to answer the phones, answer the phones. And uh, I did. I did for six months, I think. And um, it was really Chrissy who was in my position before me who uh, we met, Chrissy Borchard, I think. Bob, do you know Chrissy? I don't know her, no. Okay. Well, she um, she kind of took me under her wing and uh, really taught me most of what I know, Richard, the rest, in terms of uh, direct response. And um, that's why I'm, I'm sitting here. It's, it's because of Richard and Chrissy. So I'm very, very grateful. You're not you're not a doctor saving lives, but you are marketing to people that are going like thousands of men and women who are going to save lives. So yeah. like you're actually doing much greater <laughs> things being the marketer here. So it's so interesting. Um, now, a lot of the people we talk on the show are the founders. Now, you're not the founder of this, but you're what are, are you partners, right hand person? How would you describe your role? I'd like to. <laughs> Richard, one of my favorite things to say is uh, Richard always describes me as, um, you know, I create the work. Ellie actually does it. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, nice. Um, but no, I, 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 I'd like to think we're partners in crime. Um, awesome. We, um, you know, Richard really is is the mastermind, and this is his creation and his baby. And I'm very, very grateful to be there and be part of it. Um, and you know, now through many years, we've to you know together and not so much together as well launched a couple of new businesses um and new opportunities for other people but um yeah it's 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 i i very very much appreciate the opportunity to work with richard and i think anyone that knows him knows that he is just a man with so much passion and so much wisdom he's absolutely brilliant and he has the most integrity of anyone that i've ever met so it's just a real pleasure to be I'd like to say his right hand. I don't want to overstate it. I think I am. I think you would agree with that. <laughs> well, I think it's just really encouraging, Ellie, for, you know, some people are thinking, okay, I got to start a company from scratch. I got to bootstrap. Like that's yeah. a path. And a lot of people we talk to and know have taken that path. But there's the path that you took. You're definitely an entrepreneur, right? You're a marketer and you get to operate in that capacity in an organization that already existed, but you're still creating, you're still innovating. You get to kind of flex that muscle um, inside of a space. It looks a little bit different, but you get to act and and operate with the, with the, like the blessing of the founder. I, I think it's an amazing path for people who 
are are looking to like, how do we break into it? Well, mm-hmm. if you're young and you're energetic and you're brave and you could yeah. walk up to somebody and shake their hand, I think it's a tremendous path and tremendous encouragement to somebody who's young, who may not have the funds or the or the idea right now, but can go in and just do great work. Sounds like you just came in, Ellie, and you like completely shined their 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 socks off and did great work and and basically catapulted yourself to the seat you're in. I, I want to applaud you for that. Well, thank you. It's been a it's been a great journey. And and one thing that I will say was completely on my side is um, Richard is is very much known and is a complete genius in the direct mail space. That's really where he's operated for so long. Um, and the Congress is uh, direct response, but direct mail business and yeah. always has been and always was. And one of the things that I've really been able to um, kind of run with is the digital side, because we really didn't have uh, an online marketing methodology. We didn't have a funnel online. Um, and that's really something that uh, I, I've saw a space for and, um, we've, we've developed together and over the last 18, 24 months, um, and Bob, you've been part of that, have created this, this really cool funnel that means that we now don't rely hundred percent on direct mail. Um, and that's something that, um, that's kind of been a new creation and has been a lot of fun. Um, but you're right. I like, I, I like to think of myself in some ways as an entrepreneur, but I'm not because, um, I, my my Colby is six 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 three. Like I am, I am, oh. I am not a quick start, but I am a quick start. Um, and uh, I like to think of myself as the person that can get from the idea to the execution pretty smoothly, right? Because I have this facilitator, uh, Colby. Uh, so. I can get bogged down in the details, but not for too long. I don't yeah. want to be. I don't want to be running it. I just want to set it up, um, and uh, I think that's why Richard and I really work super well together. Is you know he's like he's a nine. I'm sure he's a nine on quick start, um, and that you know we get to get super excited together and have these ideas and these what ifs and these brainstormings, um, and then we can actually you know make the magic happen. So. I would say that's another lesson. And I, I definitely, I, I have this passion for young people. I, I'm a high school basketball coach. I mentor a lot of young entrepreneurs. And I think one of the things you mentioned there in passing is Colby. That's mm-hmm. K-O-L-B-E. It is a test, which essentially tells you how you're wired. And people kind of in this space will flow, like they'll say their Colby score, whatever. But what what really it does is it helps you understand how you're wired. And once you know how you're wired, you know where you can do your best work. So there's a term that we float around, Brandon. It's like quick start. So a quick start yeah. person is somebody who comes up with a, an idea, but essentially has no ability to execute it. Right. No right? follow through, no yeah. fact finder. They're just like, this is what I want to do. Right. I think I'm a 7464 Colby. I don't know. I've been looking up. Wow. Okay. Years. Yeah. And so like Ellie, your score really is like, yeah, you can kind of fit in, right? And work great. So you don't want to necessarily have two quick starts in a partnership. (laughs) Like you really want to have that balance. So if you have somebody who's a quick start and an idea person, that that individual needs an Ellie (laughs) who can go, I understand your idea without a bunch of details. Like I understand where you're going with this. Now give me the ball. 
That's a sports term, Brandon. A ball is something. Oh, that's sports. sports. What kind of we talking here? We talking tennis, cricket. Football? We're gonna go with football. <laughs> soccer. Football. Yes, it's kind and of oval shaped. Ball. It's pointy on the ends. Pointy well, you know, in my world, a football is round. Just round. That's true. Right. So in American football, they're handing the ball to Ellie, handing and Ellie basically does the work. She does runs the it work down the with field. the ball. Got it. Yeah. Yep. Got it. Yeah. So that, that's how it. it works. So and cool. You know, like Brandon and I aren't like we're very similar in terms of values. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. things we value, but definitely have much different skill sets, which allow yeah. us to like have a successful partnership. And I think for those of you that are like seeking partners or in partnership, you really need to understand how you're each wired and then kind of find yeah. out like like so what Brandon and I, we, we value certain things and they're like like it's just what we value. And yep. they're not negotiable. And it sounds like Ellie, yep. you and Richard have the same thing. There's things that you value, the mentoring of the young people, you know, passion for the medical community and future leaders. Like that's what you're bound together on. But then in terms of the work, right, you have totally different skill sets and you need to coexist in order for this to be successful. That That's just a huge encouragement for those that are like trying to figure out their place. Right. Like, yeah. This is these are the tools that are available to everybody to make that happen. I think it's really important. Absolutely. And I think yeah, it's important as well to know, like, I, I can certainly see in my future me being the Richard you know, but I don't want to be the Richard yet. You know, I really want to take as much time as I can to learn and, um, and just have the experience and be in this with him as well. Like I said, I, I adore Richard. I, I think he is just a brilliant, brilliant person with a huge amount of integrity that I can learn so much from. And I'm so lucky to spend every day with him. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just like, I can be, I can, I know that there's a, there's a place for me in the future to be that emphasize that quick start part of me, but we need to wait. We need to wait for that. And I will say, just going back to the Colby, like you said, um, Bob, if you haven't done it, um, do it, just do it. It's absolutely worth it. I did it when yeah. I was probably 21 and I kind of took it as an aptitude test, you know, and you think, well, what's this really going to tell me? Um, and I was lucky enough to actually, go through my results with Kathy Colby, um, the creator of Colby. Oh, but, well, but, <laughs> but regardless, um, you know, even if you don't, or if you do it with part of the Colby team, cause you absolutely can do that. It's really so valuable to know how you work and what areas you work best in, and then how you communicate with others with different Colby's. Awesome. And I think that's what's the most important is how to, and, and I have no affiliation with Colby. Yeah, um, <laughs> right. Like we're doing this Disclaimer. whole, um, like a whole commercial um. for them. I know yeah, Brandon's yeah. really excited I think to we dive in. Them in here. Get a sponsor oh. for here for Colby and get yeah. some revenue out of them. You're welcome, Colby. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so I know Brandon so, wants to ask you a question. I, w- I want to give you just one chance, Ellie. If people are listening that are interested in the Congress of Future Medical Leaders, where should they go to get information? Absolutely. Yeah. If, if you are interested for yourself or for a young person in your life, it's futuredocs, D-O-C-S, as in futuredoctors.com. Um, and also just, you know, feel free to, to reach out to me as well. My email is Ellie, E-L-L-I-E, at futuredocs.com. So um, here to help. Yeah. Awesome. Brandon. Awesome. Yeah. So this new biz, let's, let's tell me a little bit in deeper. You're something that you're really excited about. What tell us about this project. Yes. Right so, 
whilst we have this this side of the business that's for high achieving young people who want to want to go into the medical space, we also okay. um, have a, an area of the business for adults. Um, and it's really focused on the age reversal space, so on longevity, biohacking, increasing human lifespan. And uh, there's two parts to that. The first is uh, a group that we have, a mastermind called the Da Vinci 50, which is for um, adults that are interested in that. There doesn't have to necessarily be professionals or doctors or physicians or anything like that. Uh-huh. But, you know, if, if you are really passionate about um age reversal and improving your healthy lifespan as much as possible, you can be a member of the Da Vinci 50. And we meet three times a year. We bring together um, those those minds that, you know, really all like-minded people with with the same goals with the leaders in the field. So people like okay. David Sinclair, uh, Dr. Rhonda Patrick, uh, Dr. Greg Fahey, are all huge names in the, in the age reversal space. They come in and talk in a okay. in a much smaller mastermind model. The thing I'm really excited about. They, go ahead. I was just gonna say, is that happening like right now? Has that been going on, or is this something kind of a new launch? Yeah, so we actually just had a meeting in Sundance in Utah, which was awesome. Beautiful, beautiful place up there in the mountains. By the way, highly recommend. Uh, and then our next meeting is going to be in May in Austin, which will be super fun. Um, Austin's a great town and, uh, another three days together. Um, but the thing that's, that's really, really exciting and new is out of that, we have decided to create a bigger event. And, uh, this is going to be a trade show in the age reversal space. The first of its kind, it doesn't exist, um, for the profession. So if it's close to the public, just for people inside, uh, the industry, and it's going to be called uh, Arts, the Age Reversal Trade Show. Um, we'll be launching that next year in Las Vegas. Um, so we're really excited Fantastic. about kind of bringing together all of the scientific minds, um, the best names, the biggest names, to really make sure that we're advancing the field of age reversal as much as possible. Because right now there's like 15, 20-year delay between – sure the knowledge of the experts and the researchers and us, right? Mm-hmm. We're never going to, we're not going to know about this stuff right. <laughs> for right. a long not time. Gonna help me. Right. right. <laughs> and it's certainly not going to be covered by your insurance. Just keep, keep the tarts coming. <laughs> I don't care. Well, you know, raspberry tarts are really good for, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, um, right, 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 yeah. So, cream, some tarts, I'm good. Exactly. Don't Just forget the squirty me out of here, baby. <laughs> Off a cliff with my tarts in one hand and my squirted cream in the other. <laughs> Don't forget your aubergines and courgettes because yeah. yeah, that'll yeah, yeah, really yeah. get you to the end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so we'll be launching the trade show. We're really excited about it, um, and uh, hopefully we'll have some. Well, we will absolutely have the the best of the best in terms of you know pharma companies, biotech companies, research labs, doctors, nice. all kinds of things. Uh, but as I said, close to the public, um, just industry only. Industry. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's devices, that's going to be super fun. Nutrition. I assume it's food, devices, procedures, things like that. Exactly. Tre- okay. Mostly treatments, um, you know, uh, gene editing, um, uh, different drug protocols um, and different kind of cutting edge technologies. There's a lot of uh, tissue regeneration things going on at the moment. So, yeah, it should Excellent. be a lot of fun. 
Hey everybody, Brandon here. Uh, I want to encourage you to go over to the DaVinci 50. Um, there is incredible emerging medicine happening. And as Ellie talked about, the DaVinci 50 is a place for people interested in emerging medicine and science uh, where the game is getting changed big time and uh, a place to go to see if it's a good match for you. It's a mastermind and it's slowly, they're slowly building that community. So if it sounds interesting to you, please go there and check it out. The DaVinci50.com. You're listening to The Innovative Founder. Now, back to your hosts, Bob Rignaris and Brandon Boyd. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. It's like, um, spa- we're, we're talking like space age stuff here. This is yeah. pretty, pretty cool. Well, you know, George Church is trying to bring back the woolly mammoth, so anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm convinced the Jurassic Park's going to happen. It's already happened. It's just not <laughs> anything. It's they're, they're making creatures and stuff. It's happening. I hope so. Yeah. It's, it's I just we, want a pet velociraptor. That's all I want. Just give me that. I'm good. Give me a raptor. Wait, you want a pet or you I want, want a pet. to pet? I want a pet. I, no, I want literally, I want to, I want to carry around just like Ellie carries around her little oh, dog. Makes that'd it be all, you think I carry your... around my dog? He's yeah, 55 pounds. That's, I'm judging you right now. He you is 55 pounds. <laughs> oh, Ellie, come on. You know it. He's so misunderstood. I want a pet velociraptor. Like this under my arm. A medical support velociraptor? Yes. Oh, yes. God. So you can take emotional support. Then he emotional can eat su- dogs that I don't like. Like <laughs> you can go bite the people that are annoying that think their dogs are children. Yes, that's what I want. No, absolutely not. P.S. Hardy the bulldog is fifty-five pounds. Oh, Hardy. I can't carry him anywhere. Feeding <laughs> him tarts is the problem. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, bulldogs exactly. are not mobile animals they're by not. any stretch of the imagination. No, they're kind of like little dinosaurs. They really are kind of. Yeah. They are, and the noises that come out of him. Let me tell you, it sounds like a velociraptor. <laughs> Actually, it sounds like me during the like this season with all the pollen flowing around. Probably, uh, st- you know, with the well, the dog has allergies like me, so I'm really yeah. like I'm just really connecting with your dog right now. Like, honestly, so let me tell you, when I did allergies, when I did the allergy test, my vet in England called me, and we're friends. He called me and he goes, Ellie. Your dog's broken. Okay, call me back. (laughs) And I call him back. And he's like, Ellie, in my 50 or 25 years as a veterinarian, I've only seen one other dog that scored higher on their allergy test than yours. Oh my gosh. I think that's the same conversation the doctor had with my mom when I was five years old. Right. Your son is broken. I've never seen anyone more allergic. Send him back. Right. You dropped him on his head way too many times. That might be that might be a long lost brother or something. Right. Like that's amazing. So cool. Like, so this is a really exciting space, Ellie. Um, Mm -hmm. People who are interested in this, tell us how they can get a hold of you for that project. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially the mastermind, you know, is we're doing some really incredible things there and we have just awesome people involved who, you know, you just you won't get to be able to spend time with it, especially not in a few years. Like this is something that's really just below the water surface, just peaking up right now. Um, you know, there's still some people that really don't want to be involved with the with the term age reversal. They're yeah. not quite ready to be associated with that yet, but it's here and it's really happening. Um, and it's incredible. And the science behind it is just insane i've i've obviously been lucky enough to be part of a lot of it now and 
you better be damn sure I'm going to live to 125 because if I don't, everyone's right. going to be really disappointed. Um, but the mastermind, you can go to uh, the, T-H-E, davinci50.com, um, and that's our, the mastermind website. And, again, you can email me and uh, I can I can tell you more about it. I'm happy to be talking about it or whatever because I love it. It's Fantastic. Good. Yeah. Good. So Ellie, we'd like to do just a transition here and shift. So we'd like to do something in our show, you know, that we'd like to give our guests an ability. We, we call it the 60 second rant. Now you can, <laughs> okay. it's where you get to soapbox about anything. You can soapbox about business. You can point more laughies at Americans and how ridiculous <laughs> we are compared to your hob or whatever you call this cooking on. <laughs> So if you got something, you can just go and we're just going to let you rant about it. And it can be anything. Oh my anything. goodness. Anything. Anything at all. Anything at all. It could be anything. Okay. Well, I'm going to rant on something that just happened to me about an hour before I got on this call because okay. it's fresh. I'm okay. salty about it. Salty. I'm feeling yeah, super sour yeah. and I'm mad. Mad. That's mad, I tell it. you. Let's hear it. Okay, so I have an English driving license because I'm English, sure. Right. And I have a green card because I'm a permanent resident. Right. So I discovered that I can go down to the DMV yeah. and I can just do the knowledge test and then they will issue me a driver's license because I can drive. I just sure. have to prove that I know the rules. Right. So I'm like super excited about that. And for everyone who doesn't know what the DMV is, it's the most highly efficient <laughs> organization on the planet. <laughs> Filled with Seriously. the most good-looking, right. polite, polite models, helpful customer service. models. Most yeah. Amazon should take you know a lesson. They how smell good great. The they look great. Everything's yeah, fantastic. They're well lit. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, so just a, a small backstory. I went to a baseball game on Sunday. Sunday, and I took my driver's license. Now, if you're currently watching this on video, I'm going to show you my driver's license. Okay, this is my simple. English driver's license. Yeah, yeah. I can take this anywhere. In the District of Columbia, and yes. I can use this as an ID, and I can say, here's my day of birth. I am clearly over 21, as much right. as I would like to not look over 21, <laughs> and they give me alcohol. I go to the baseball game the other day, and this woman who was trying to serve me a frozen margarita for $15 for said love. she couldn't accept this as a form of ID and that she was going to take my driver's license from me. Oh. Luckily for me, my boyfriend as a police officer stepped over we reclaimed my driver's license and we walked along our merry way. So I'm super excited to go down to the DMV today so I can get my driver's license. Yes. So this never happens to me again. And I can yeah. go back to that same stand tonight and say to that woman, ha ha, here's my right. DC driver's In license. Face, Give Karen, me a margarita, Karen. Yeah, I hope your boyfriend tases her. Like I Thank would pay you. a video for that on Instagram. Or so I go down to the DMV today. Luckily for me, apparently there was not many people doing knowledge tests oh, today. And I was only there for about 10 minutes before I got called over. I go, I do my knowledge test. I pass because guess what? It's pretty easy if you have a brain right. and you can drive a vehicle and you already have a driver's license. Right. 
Yes. So I do the knowledge test. The guy, and then the guy goes, "Congratulations!" And he's tapping away on his computer keyboard and he's figuring all this stuff out. And I was like, "You know what? I was so happy to learn that I don't have to retake my driving test. I just have to prove I know the rules." And he's like, "Yeah, it's so great. If you have an international license, we've got you covered." I'm like, "Awesome!" Tap, 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 tap. And he's telling me all this stuff. He's going to issue me this paper copy, and then he's going to mail me my DC license oh, to my boy. mailing address. And then and he then. pulls out a book oh, no. and he tries to match my license to one of the pictures in his book so that he can, what did he say? Authenticate my UK driver's license. What? Now, if you've been watching the news in the last few years, you know that the UK decided it was going to leave the EU, a.k.a. Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And in that process... The top right-hand corner, left-hand corner of our license went from being an EU flag, which is blue with yellow stars with the words UK in the middle, to just the words UK, okay? And in his little book, he doesn't have the new version of the UK license, which has UK and not the EU flag with UK in between. I'm really sorry, ma'am, but I can't authenticate your driver's license. You're going to have to take a driver's test. Oh, God. And? So on July 5th, I will be uh, taking my merry self down <laughs> to the DMV testing center and taking a driver's him. test. Yeah, thank God. you. Just tase everyone. Tase them. Because I'm tase sure them. the documentation the DMV is also up to date. Of like, course. Right. Like that, the thing probably said 1985 in the box. Well, this is why right I said, under. I was like, this is literally the only part that's different. It has the, like, everything is the same. Nope. I was like, did you guys get the memo that we left Europe? I wonder if if there was anything (laughs) where you could search and find answers to any topic. If there was only something like that, right? Like available where you could just type in a word and find out. Enter. Yeah. All I can tell you is this is complete BS. And I'm pissed about it. So now I'm going to be writing a letter to the UK government. saying I would like to claim back the like $60 that I'm going to spend on a driving test because you decided to God. leave Europe. <laughs> and I'm sure Boris will get a copy of that or what's yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Boris. Exactly. Boris. Well, all, it's all their names over there. Boris. No, isn't that the prime minister? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I actually said the name of the prime minister, Brandon. I wasn't right. coming up. I, I wasn't pulling know. something I out of my I ass. Thought, I thought you were everyone there was <laughs> saying names. Yeah. Well, well, we are at the top of our hour. It has been an absolute pleasure, <laughs> Ellie. I, I knew this would be fun and it, you exceeded our expectations. You are an awesome person. Well, like well-versed, funny, driven, and we can't wait to see what you do in this space. Like um, you're going to do great things and it's an honor to know you. I really appreciate it, guys. So it's been such a pleasure. Yeah, thank you so, so much, much for having excited me. Excited to hear about this future and the Ageiversal thing. What a beautiful, timely project you're working on, and and how needed right now. Super fun, cool. super fun. Thanks so much, guys. All right, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Innovative Founder with Bob Regnerus and Brandon Boyd, a show featuring the real stories of entrepreneurs. 
making their beautiful dent in the world. If you like the show, let us know by leaving a rating. If you're an innovative business founder yourself with a story to tell, then you might just be our next guest. Reach out to us on InnovativeFounder.com and tell us your story. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on The Innovative Founder. 